This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi, this is Annie Grace, and I'm here with Scott, head Naked Mind coach. How's it going? And we have a question today from a woman. Her name, we're going to call her Nancy. And Nancy says, hi, I'm writing you on the morning after my first sober Christmas. Thanks to you. I purchased your video program last winter. Never made it all the way through, but it was perfect timing this month though, because I just finished day 28 of the program this morning and what a gift. Anyway, I'm feeling strong and empowered around every area of my life that will soon be improved. But I do have one topic that I'd love to hear your thoughts on, dating. Looking back, I've never dated someone or started a relationship without the presence of alcohol. Based on some of my choices, I can't help but wonder if I ever would have dated some of these people had I been getting to know them through a sober lens. But now I have a bit of anxiety telling prospective dates that I don't drink. And moreover, I have a sneaky suspicion that a wonderful opportunity awaits me through real clear connection with someone for the first time. But allowing myself to be so vulnerable for that something very special is scary. Can you offer any inspiring stories on people who have connected in this most authentic way as a result of getting sober? And in general, can you give me tips for alcohol-free dating? Because it's a hurdle I don't know that I can get over at this point. Sending you my deepest gratitude, respect, and friendship. That's awesome, Nancy. So um, Scott, do you want to dig in and then I'll chime in? Yes. This is, so this is one of my favorite topics, relationships and um, being alcohol-free. So you know, we all have a lot of different experiences. We might have relationships that are built at the bar. Um, And it might feel like, man, if I pull that out from underneath me, what is going to happen, right? Um, It's amazing. So relationships are much better, much clearer, and much more connected when alcohol is not involved. Now, that sounds really good. The problem is you, we all know that alcohol is really sort of embedded in our society and our culture and everything else. And so the idea of this concern right? The idea of like, oh man, what is someone going to think about me if I tell them I don't drink? Like, are they going to want to hang out with me? Are they going to, you know, are they going to want to continue to interact? That's a real fear. Um, and I, and I completely understand that, but here's the bottom line, which I, I think is, you know, kind of shortcuts a lot of the whole, the, the whole thing, which is if you go on a date with someone and you tell them you don't drink and they don't like that, there's a lot of other people to date. It's that simple. Um, you know, it's funny. I've, I, um, I was married when I quit. Um, but I can say that my relationship with my wife has gotten significantly better. I mean, it's crazy. Um, you know, we'd only been married about two years, not even whatever, about two years when I quit. Um, but in the last three years since I quit, it's, 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 it's just, I can't even compare it. You know, it's just so much different. So yes, you know, obviously it's scary, you know, and jumping in there and telling people, Hey, I don't drink. Um, that can, that can make you feel vulnerable. Um, but it also puts you outside of your comfort zone, which is where growth happens. So I, you know, my advice to you is be out there with it, be open with it. Um, you know, recognize that different people are going to react differently, but you will find people who are going to say, man, that's really cool. Well, I like that. Um, it's, it's received much better than I think a lot of us fear it is. And I think that, you know, to piggyback on one of those ideas is that this is a skill. It's not, you know, socializing is a skill. 
conversation is a skill. Dating is a skill. We have this false belief that we should just be really good at these things right out of the gate for some crazy reason. And if we're not, or maybe we think that because we're drinking, we don't really remember as well, or because we've numbed our senses a little bit that we think, oh, that was the key. And I'm good at that with alcohol, but I'm not good at that otherwise. So many independent studies have shown that while we think we're funnier when we're drinking, we're actually not as funny. While we think we're more personable when we're drinking, we're actually not as personable. While we think that we're doing and saying things and like, because we don't have necessarily the inhibitions or the ability neurochemically or cognitively to actually understand what's really happening or going on. And because by the way, the people we're with are also drinking, we let all this stuff slide that we wouldn't normally slide. You said something about you might not have dated certain people. Your standards might be higher. Guess what? When it comes to dating, the reason we date is because we want to find that special someone because we want to ultimately spend our lives with someone and not alone. And yeah, certainly people can date for different reasons than that, but I'm guessing based on your email that that's the reason that you're dating. And so having this filter is a huge, huge blessing. It's such a cool thing. And it's going to have the added benefit of allowing you to build the skill of conversation, to build the skill of humor, to build the skill of small talk, to build the skill of interacting. And by the way, to build the skill of ducking out when your totally authentic self knows in the early days that this just isn't the person because your ability, your spidey sense, if you will, to know that yes, you're connecting with this person on a really heartfelt, compassionate level, or no, you're not, is going to come up much, much sooner than it ever would have if you were drinking and numbing your ability to just read people and understand people. And so you're going to save yourself so much heartache and allow yourself to build really good skills around this. Yeah. It's not going to be masked, right? It's not going to be you know, uh, through rosé colored lenses. That's pretty clever, I think. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be real and raw. And I'll tell you another thing that happens too, which is really interesting. Um, this is in dating situations, also in friend situations. When you tell people you don't drink, people don't get, you know, we're all afraid that they're going to get very much like, oh, okay, see you later. Right. Um, more often than not, <laughs> when I, when I tell people I don't drink, it goes the other way. It goes into curiosity. It goes into, so tell me, how'd you do that? Like, why, why did you do that? Right. They lean in, they want to talk to you about it more. Um, so it can be very engaging. Um, but ultimately I think the bottom line is that, you know, the connection really comes without the alcohol. And so if you can start there to Annie's point, if you can start there and you can have those conversations, you're going to get to that point sooner where, you know, wow, this, this could be something right. Instead of those people, you said that you probably wouldn't have dated, which, you know, I don't know how long you dated them, but for a lot of us and, you know, me certainly in the past, things went on a lot longer than they had to, you know, um, because I wasn't fully there because I wasn't fully present. And I think we should talk about one more thing while we're on the topic. And that's just, you know, sex and sex and alcohol. And I certainly was one who decided, well, okay, I'm just going to need a glass of wine or two. And it was funny because I didn't really drink. Even on my wedding night, I didn't really drink. But then as things went over time, I somehow invented this idea that I needed sex to loosen or wine to loosen up for sex. And it became really habitual. And so fast forward a decade, when I decided to stop drinking, I was terrified of sober sex. I was like, how is this going to be? How's this going to go? How am I ever going to get in the mood? And the truth is, is that, you know, I don't know about, about um, every man, but my husband definitely 
likes it better when I'm not drunk, like a hundred times better. And so when I get over my own insecurities, it's better. And then physically and personally, when you get over it, it is really better. And there's all these scientific reasons why, but alcohol actually deadens your senses in a really real way. It deadens your taste buds. You can't taste as well. You can't actually enjoy food as well. It deadens like the biggest organ you have on your body is your skin and you can't feel things as well. So it deadens your ability to feel and touch and smell and all of these things that are really vital to the entire experience. You can't feel them as well. And so it's so surprising to people in the early days of writing my book, I had this, I put out like a survey just about this. And I was like, Hey guys, what do you think about, you know, um, I want some like responses about sober sex and across the board. And this was all from women. It was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know what I was missing. Holy cow. It's absolutely incredible. I actually, in my new book, I have a complete chapter. It's, I forget what day it is, but in the new book, the alcohol experiment, I have an entire chapter dedicated to this topic. Let's talk about sex. Um, day 13 of the alcohol experiment is all about let's talk about sex because it is just such a vital and important topic. And I dig into all the science behind why sex is truly, truly without a doubt better without alcohol. So, um, yeah, so I can give you the guy perspective. So besides from the, um, I won't say anything I shouldn't on here, but besides, besides some of the performance issues with nicknames that we all know of, um, it is so much better. It's so much better from a guy's perspective for a few reasons. First of all, you know, a lot of guys struggle with insecurity, right? Insecurity around, you know, their bodies, insecurity around performance, insecurity around their, their connection. Um, and at first that stuff seems way scarier. And so the idea is I'm going to have a few drinks. I'm going to cut through that. Um, but when you do that, you lose that connection right? You lose that actual give and take that makes it such a special experience. And so, yes, without it, it's a little bit scary, but as you are in, as you become vulnerable, right? As you kind of put yourself out there, you begin to realize it is so much better. And I can 100% agree that being with someone who isn't drinking is a much more enjoyable experience, especially if you're not drinking. Um, so it is scary, and it is something that we hear a lot about, um, but it is also something that, you know, you need to kind of open up and be vulnerable to experience. And once you do, and this is unanimous, I don't think I've heard anyone tell me yet that they prefer drunk sex. Um, this is, I've heard this from all walks of life, all different ages, you know, you know, men, women, everyone, um, that it is significantly better. But it's a huge, huge, important topic. So thank you so much, Nancy, for bringing it up, for having the courage to ask. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, everything that lies in store for you on the other side of this, because I do think that your connections, your intimacy, all the things, all the things are going to be so much better than you can imagine uh, when you have removed alcohol from the equation. Have you tried the alcohol experiment? Okay, if not, drop everything and go to thisnakedmind.com forward slash experiment. This free 30-day challenge is designed to interrupt your patterns and put you back in touch with the best version of you. You remember it was that version of you that's living your most joyful life, the version that doesn't need alcohol to relax or to have a good time and is having more fun than ever. And again, this is a totally free challenge that will change everything for you. So learn more and join me 100% free at thisnakedmind.com forward slash experiment. 
And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.